How in the world are we supposed to keep our family on track? As parenting heroes, we want our children to feel our love, to know that they are worthy and needed, and to keep them connected to our family and the things that matter most. We are Kent and Amy Bowler, and we are here to fortify you in that divine calling as parenting heroes. This is where joy lives. Welcome to Revolutionary Families. Such a great question. So recently, we went to the proverbial corn maze with our kids and grandkids. We we weren't lost in the woods? Lost in the woods. (laughs) For all the frozen fans, there you go. Boom. (laughs) That is actually how we felt in the corn maze. (laughs) We felt like we were lost for a good while. In fact, before we even began, we were with our two oldest sons and their kids. And before we even began, we saw the outside of this maze. Our One of our sons, you know, looked at all of us, uh, mostly younger kids in our group, and said, what are we thinking? Why are we going into this maze? It was getting toward the end of the evening. It was just almost sundown. And so it was, we knew, you know, in about 30 minutes, it was going to be pitch Dark. black. Yeah. And so... We knew not only did we need to get through for our own sakes, but also because the sun was going to go down. And there were, there was one baby in our group, two toddlers, three, four other kids, one teenager. Anyway, we had we had a big group. It was very fun at the beginning, but then. Be- oh, and with that many people, how do you make a decision on which way to go right and left? That's true. And you someone, could be lost forever. That's right. Someone had the idea. Our son had that idea. Every time you go in the maze, you always take a right. Always take a right. You're going to stay like to the outside of the maze and you're going to eventually get home. And I think that's a valid, it's a valid strategy for the corn maze, <laughs> but it may not be the quickest one. And so, <laughs> so partway through, we decide we don't necessarily want to go right anymore. And it seems like so much easier to go left sometimes also. And we're starting to feel, you know, they give you the little map that shows you the picture of the maze. You don't know where you are, but you can at least see kind of a bird's eye view of what the maze looks like. But once you're in it, you really have no idea. You don't know where you are in that maze. You can't really see out of it because the corn stalks are way taller than your head. And with toddlers, they're just wandering around and A couple of the toddlers, occasionally they just sit down in the dirt. They just start digging with dropped corn husks and just so excited that here we are out on the farm and able to grab corn husks off and throw them and chuck them. I mean, it was just, they're having a great, great time. Not realizing that we actually have to go somewhere. We have a destination. We have a goal. We don't want to be here all night. Right, right. We really don't. So we take this one curve and then up ahead, we see what looks like a bridge. And that's kind of cool. So we get closer to it. We have to take a left turn actually to get over to the bridge. And then we think, well, let's go, let's go up on this bridge. That'll be cool. And it's starting to get almost, the sun is starting to set. And we think this is going to be a great experience. So we go up on this bridge and it was awesome. It was so cool. It's just such a gorgeous view. You can see all of the farmland in front of you, but especially you can see this corn maze. And from that view up high, you can see not only the shape of the whole corn maze, but we can see exactly where we are and where we need to be. And that was really, really cool. And with that knowledge, then we could go back down off the bridge and find our way back home and recover from 
I mean, get free from the corn maze. <laughs> I mean, have a triumphant corn maze experience <laughs> where we come out. And it was pitch black by the time we got out, <laughs> but we made it. Everyone's intact. I think the baby fell asleep and everybody, uh, several were being carried, but we made it. We had one or two flashlights that worked. And That's so. true. Yeah. Well, we had, and we had phones, so we survived. No, it was, it was super, super fun. And of course, reminds us of parenting. Yeah. With parenting, it's super fun, super cool, because with our children, they grow up, they learn, they become their own individuals. And in fact, they learn that they are a separate person from their parents as they grow up. That's the psychology path or growth that happens. And it was fun in this corn maze as we were going through with most of these kids, grandkids for us that are eight and younger, and seeing them take these little baby steps, if you will, towards being brave, towards uh, helping out with the navigation. You know, as as we were doing that model of always turn right, there would be some of those paths that were dead ends. And so they would be excited about scouting out ahead, <laughs> right? And, and seeing if it was an actual path or just a dead end. They were growing up <laughs> in that actual experience. And it's just like what happens with us and our families in life. As they grow up, they start to develop, they start to grow, they have their own skills, their own abilities. And yet, as they're doing that, they don't always have that big picture of what's going on. They don't have that map of the corn maze that shows the cool picture that's, that this maze, that all the cutouts, all the trails make in this big field of corn. They don't see the cool pattern that's happening in their life as they're growing up and what they're becoming. And so that's our job as parents is to help them see that, to walk them up on the bridge yeah. and say, look, do you see? This is so cool. Look at what's happening. You are becoming. When you were down there in, in those paths in the corn in the corn maze and you were striking out on your own, finding those dead end paths, that was awesome. That was you being brave. That was you being courageous. That was you leading out for the rest of us and helping us to find the best way, the quickest way out. So when we think about helping our kids with that vision. One of the books that we recently read with a class that we were teaching our teenager and a group of her friends were teaching um, this awesome Lemmy class called Quest and we're studying a bunch of really incredible people. And one of those people that we recently studied this semester, her name is Malala and she was the Nobel Prize winner and she's a young adult actually when she youngest Nobel Prize winner, I believe. Um, incredible, incredible young woman and now now young adult um, from Pakistan. A really incredible story and promoting education, especially for girls in, in the world. And one of the coolest things about reading her book, I Am Malala, is she talks a lot about her heritage, her family, and her parents' families, and kind of what led to her upbringing, and how how she came about these ideas. And, and I think it's really cool, because I don't know that a lot of young adults look at that kind of thing, but she really does. She has she has a sense of vision. And, and her dad, her dad was extraordinary. I just really loved him. And it helps you see like how, ex how she became so extraordinary with that kind of a parent. The book doesn't talk as much about her mom, but her dad, especially, she talks about how when her dad first saw her, he loved her. He loved her from that instant. And in the Pakistani culture, it was not 
well, at least the time that Malala was born, it was not favorable to have a girl. And it would be the kind of thing where you, it would almost be like a mourning if you had a girl. It'd definitely be a sorrowful time to have a girl baby born. But at the time when Malala was born, he said he looked into her eyes and he loved her and he saw her greatness. And he loved her as much as he would have loved having a boy, which it's hard to understand that perspective. But when you try to understand, you know, a different, a different culture that that, um, that is, that is beautiful. That is incredible. And that's vision. And that's what I think it's really easy for us to think about it when our kids are super young, when they're teeny babies and you look in their eyes and you can, you can just see. It's almost like you can just see them fast forward growing up through your mind's eye and see that they're going to become these amazing people and just you see this vision. But there's times when you feel a little bit more as a parent, as a family, lost in the maze, lost in the woods and unsure where you're where you're going. Like, why are we even doing this? Because... We're lost in this maze of going to school, doing schoolwork, doing the laundry, going to activities, kids fighting, kids upset, teenagers mad at me, helping it, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And that's kind of the maze we get caught in and lose sight of that bigger picture of where we're going as a family. But specifically, where is our child going? What's their vision? Where's the end goal? that they want to have that we see for them because a lot of times they lose sight of it they don't just like what you were saying they can't see and sometimes it's like maybe we're the only ones who have that little map maybe we're the only ones who are able to go up on the bridge and to see and to find ways to remind them that they do have a purpose in being here and that they have a purpose right now at age 13 or at age 15 there is a purpose in what they're doing yeah so good so good. I loved how, I'm with you, I love how Malala's father created that Nobel Peace Prize winner <laughs> with the power and strength of his vision from an early age. Yeah. He was up on the bridge and saw, and because of what he saw in her, it allowed her to do that in a place in time underneath the Taliban where yeah. that never would have happened, never could have happened. And so she became this powerful voice for women's rights and especially for girls receiving education in these places where it's illegal. Yeah. So, he, even, so he named her after a famous woman hero from Pakistani culture, mm -hmm. from their own culture. And just really, really cool, even in the name, creating that vision for her. Yeah. Yeah. So looking at our boys, our three oldest boys are all married now and they all have kids. And they are all amazing dads. And when we were young parents, for some reason, we found our way to that bridge and got up on the bridge and looked. And we could see them becoming great fathers. We could see it in them as 12-year-olds, right? That's crazy. That's outlandish. Not every day. <laughs> right, not every day. But every once in a while, we'd find our way back to that bridge and see that vision. Yeah. And that opened the way, opened the path, helped them to see that in themselves. Yeah that they could, that they did have that capacity to be great fathers and allow them to take those steps to get there. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. 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 Really great. So, you know, we've talked about before this Pygmalion effect that our beliefs that we have, especially about people we're close to, like our children, they, our children feel what we believe about them, even if we don't say anything, they can feel that. And so just like 
In the last episode, we talked about when you build your belief, our children can feel that the same thing with the vision. When you work on your vision, when you strengthen the vision of what you can see that they're going to become, that strong feeling of that vision will will make its way to them. It will, that belief in the vision will translate to them feeling that. Sometimes it will be a subconscious thing that we will do. Maybe it's not, we're not having a big, we're doing a vision day, everybody, and everybody sit down. I'm going to tell you who you're going to be. No, no, no. It, no, it's not that. Usually it's not, we're not saying it outright. We're not saying it overtly. Usually it's just going to come through in little things. In, day in and day out. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little things. But as you are strengthening your understanding of the vision for who they're going to be, like those great dads that we had that vision of, sometimes we lost sight of that vision and we would have, we would talk about it. We'd get frustrated and then find our way back to up on that bridge. And so we want to give you a few steps today to help you know how you can increase the vision that you have for your children. Right. Three simple steps. The first one is to remember, you remember that they are here for a reason. Yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. And then and then hold on and remember, get yourself back up on that bridge when you need to, to see that vision. Ask God to help you understand that. But just remember that they are here for a reason. Yeah. And then the second step is as you're holding on to that vision and as you get up on that bridge, you see what the next right step is for them and help them to make that step. And sometimes it's not super, super clear, oh, you need to go right. But it may just be like you could go right or you could go left. Or you see that there are these great options for them and helping them to choose to take that next right step but with a little more clarity. Yep. And just to move forward. Yeah. Really moving forward. Super important. And then the third one is that when you're able to and you when you feel your vision faltering, that you get up on the bridge and you refresh your vision. And hopefully you have a place where you have written down your vision. You could go back and look at that, read that vision for that child, or maybe you just have a quiet moment to ponder. And maybe you ask God to remind you of the vision of that child and he will help you to remember what that is and their purpose. We sure love you as parents and we applaud the great work that you're doing. We want to stay connected with you and we invite you to go to revolutionaryfamilies.com and sign up on our email and get the download that goes with that, the number one parenting secret, and then we can stay connected and invite you to all the cool things that we're doing and grow and thrive together as parents. And don't forget to trust that God trusts you.